<laughs> Do you have trouble getting okay. stains out of your carpet? <laughs> There's a better way. Do you, trouble, do you have trouble getting a werewolf blood out of your carpet? <laughs> okay. So I have a question for you. Okay. Do you remember the girl group Bewitched? Absolutely, I do. <laughs> yes, say I love it. <laughs> of course I do. All of a sudden, they came up on my shuffle because they were my favorite when I was younger. Yeah, mine too. And then I was like, um, I have to ask my Irish friend about this. <laughs> so hello irish friend i had to ask you <laughs> i absolutely remember bewitch bewitch single-handedly brought back denim i don't care what anybody says denim was nowhere in the night well not in the 90s well at that point <laughs> it wasn't like as big of a thing people were wearing jeans because of you know grunge and stuff but like double yeah. denim and all that that was 100 percent bewitched yeah. yeah and the i still remember they had an album and the cover of it was orange. Yeah. And they were all wearing like track suits. Yeah. That was their very first album. I think it was called yeah. Silo B. That was like, I think, one of the first CDs I ever bought myself. Yeah, that was one of the first ones that I got. Yeah. And then they put out another album. Was it called Blame It on the Weatherman? Yes. I know that was the song on it. It's just I can't remember if that was. one more day. No one said. <laughs> That's a great song. Ironically, listen it to it. It's really day. good. It's so good. I yeah. As an adult, I was listening to it and I was like, okay, but truly, this thing slaps. Yeah, it's a freaking banger. And then the music video, they had those little hand symbols like on their yeah. hands, and they kept like I'm making like a clicking hand kind of motion. <laughs> <Or else laughs> looks like I'm trying to claw the air. I don't know. On this audio track, you cannot see her. Hands. <laughs> yeah i was actually thinking like because we have a tiktok plug tiktok um yeah, go check out our like, tiktok should we be like recording our zoom meetings maybe we could but like right now i'm wearing a pajama top so uh <laughs> yeah i look like garbage so we're not gonna do that today <laughs> we're like i'm wearing makeup that i put on this morning because the worst thing that's ever happened to anybody i had to go into the office today oh, for the first time I have literally been in a bad mood about that all week. Ewan <laughs> was like, oh, do you have to go into the office? Oh, you haven't mentioned it. And I was like, shut up, okay? I am so used to wearing my fake Marks and Spencer Ugg boots and tracksuit bottoms. And now I have to put on real woman's shoes and wear freaking pair of trousers with a belt. Like, what the hell is this? I wasn't prepared. And oh, I was yeah, like to sure. my manager, um, it looks like I'm the only person who's able to attend in person. I was like, I'm not sure what the benefit would be. And she was like, the benefit would be coming in and meeting the rest of the wider department. And I was like, I don't want to. Oh, no. This is right back to the whole, I have enough friends. I don't need more. <laughs> <laughs> my um, shout out to my sister-in-law. She posted on her Instagram today that she had a Zoom meeting with her boss and her boss's boss. And forgot to change her Zoom name from, um, I think we did like an online trivia and you had to make your Zoom name the team name. Right. And um, our team name for all of our trivia stuff is Cutie Patooties. <laughs> so she had the meeting and it said Cutie Patooties and she didn't notice. And oh my then, God. So shout out to my sister-in-law right now. Hopefully she's listening. <laughs> And if oh. she's not, she needs a good talking to. <laughs> I thought I thought mine was bad because I like I do things for like the local women's shelter and I have my Zoom name to that. 
for a while. So it's like just me. It was, was it like just I'm quotations, just... the local women's shelter. <laughs> no. Well, it was like, I, I guess I could say it, like, go donate to the Donegal Women's Centre. And okay. like my Zoom name, I was like, I was on with like a professor from my uni, mm-hmm. like last year or the year before. And um, like my name was just Donegal Women's Centre. So he's like, is she hijacking <laughs> somebody's Wi-Fi? Like, what is this? Is she in trouble? Like, <laughs> he's like, do you realize you are not a center? <laughs> <laughs> but I'd completely forgotten. And then I was panicking. You know, when you're like subtly during a Zoom meeting trying to pretend you're not typing. <laughs> you're like, yeah, that's so interesting. And then you're just like reaching out and like typing and like staring going, please let me change this. You're trying to get something else done and pretend that you're focusing. Yeah, bad times. But um, yeah. I mean, there are worse things you can do on Zoom. Yeah. Or they can it happen be to you a- on Zoom. You could be a werewolf on Zoom. Hey, segue. <laughs> Very good. Very good. I like it. Neve, tell us what we're talking about today. So today we are talking about my... Today on our podcast, Rowan and Pine. <laughs> oh yeah, welcome to Rowan and Pine, where we talk about shite for about... How long has it been? Six uh, minutes? Seven minutes. Yeah, something like that. And uh, Although we after get to editing. introduce ourselves. Yeah, after, after editing, editing, people won't After know. I edited out all my... <gasps> And all of Emily's laughing. Yeah. <laughs> Emily sent me a frantic message going, why do I laugh so much? And I was like, Emily, I cut out most of your laughing. That's not even oh, your laughing. No. <laughs> all my nervous laughter on episode number one. <laughs> Hopefully we've gotten a little less nervous laughter at this point. Yeah. Well, it's we'll just see, actual I laughter. guess. Yes. <laughs> this is true laughter. So yes. Welcome to Rowan and Pine. We are a folklore, spooky things, all things weird, witchy, wonderful podcast. My name is Neve. And, and my I'm name is Emily. Oh. Emily. Oh. oh. Well, when she doesn't speak over me. <laughs> <laughs> so this uh, episode, I was going to say this week, but we're not doing it weekly. We've, we've, we're kind of doing a loose schedule of like bi-weekly. Bi-weekly as in every two weeks, not twice a week. Because I said that to somebody and they were like, twice a week? I was like, do you think I have like nothing else to do? If I had to do a twice a week podcast, I would probably die. Also, do you know what bi-weekly means? Just yeah. a question. Well, they thought, yeah, they thought like two times a week was bi-weekly. But it's like... I think that would be I, like double weekly or something. I don't know. It's like this whole bi-monthly thing. It's like, is bi-monthly every two months or twice a month? I don't know. It's just open to interpretation. It's a mystery. The question, the question on everyone's mind. We're going to try it. Release an episode every two weeks. Time zone, time lines, time scale permitting. But this week, uh, I'm going to talk to you about werewolves, and I'm going to hopefully tell you some stuff you don't know. Probably tell you a lot of stuff you do know, and um, yeah, try not to be a complete nerd about it. Because as I sort of alluded to before, I had like a weird obsession. In my mid to late twenties with werewolves. Um, so <laughs> this was before we were recording, and you said you basically wanted to marry a werewolf, <laughs> which is fine. I don't king shame. <laughs> okay, no, this isn't even funny, right? Because have you had have you got those weird like targeted ads about werewolf porn? I have not. That must be a you problem. <laughs> okay, I thought it was, but I'm in like some other like podcast groups, uh, like Facebook groups, and they're getting the same thing. And the podcast has nothing to do with werewolves, so it's, it's like really this weird. weird. Like people are writing like erotic fiction about werewolves, but like it's really kind of non consensual and weird. And, oh like, no! I like there can be good erotic fiction. Okay, 
There can be good erotic <laughs> fiction with werewolves, all right? There can be. <laughs> there can be. It is possible. But the stuff that's been peddled on Facebook is not that, right? And it's, I don't know where it's coming from. And I'm definitely going to get a lot of that now because of my Google search history today. Yeah. Like, it's just going to be like, because I was like, werewolf legends, werewolf <laughs> uh, vulnerabilities. And I'm like, why is she looking this you, up? Like, does she... You thought they were advertising werewolf porn to you a lot before. Yeah. But now. It's just going to be my whole life. I'm not going to even get those weird things on Wish that are like made out of plastic and you, you don't know what they are and you want to click on it just to find out what it is. And it's usually nothing exciting, but it's just like, it just looks so weird. You just click on it. Yeah. I, I am Google's like ad, targeted ad dream. Like I will <laughs> click on anything. Somebody was making Love fun that. of me actually, because I, I'm clickbait is my Achilles heel because see if there's a headline and it's not finished. Yeah. Like it cuts off. I have to click into it to find out what the end of the sentence is. <laughs> I think, I mean, they do that on purpose. I think they that's how they get a ton of people. Yeah. But yeah, it totally works on me. But I'm like, I have to know the end of that sentence. I'm kind of that way too. It's just like a, it's like sort of like a compulsion. It's like, I just need to know. Mm -hmm. Even if yeah. it's something I don't care about, it'll be yeah. like Sister Wives, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't even watch Sister Wives, but I have to know what's going on. <laughs> yeah. What if this comes up randomly in conversation someday and then I would be out of the loop? I have to know which sister left the group. <laughs> So, On to werewolves. Werewolves. So um, just at the top of the show, I want to just mention some of my sources because I completely forgot to do that before. So I just want to mention them quickly right now. Um, and then we can put them in the show notes, like if there's space. I only get like 500 characters or something. So it's quite nice. Oh, okay. It's because I'm not paying for it. Um, <laughs> Don't <laughs> so tell anybody. Sources. Um, I listen to two different podcasts just to get like a, get a couple of... Uh, like general ideas so the unreal podcast which is um it seems to be like an irish mythology podcast and it's by a girl with a very nice and soothing voice and i don't know her name but it was very good then two episodes of the dark histories podcast um and that is not to be confused with billy serian's dark history podcast which is also very good but that's not what i'm referencing here as far as books and websites we have werewolves the occult truth by constantinos Great name. Don't know who you are. The Fables of <laughs> Miktar Ghosh, Barry Lopez's Of Wolves and Men, websites flashback.com, Tropedia, the University of Pittsburgh website, and then one called kidsconnect.com, which was actually very informative. Just in case kids want to connect with work. <laughs> yeah, there was even like a little activity sheet at the end and it was like, oh, <laughs> I, I would do an activity sheet on werewolves. You didn't fill it out? No, I didn't. I should have. Oh my goodness. Yeah. You you should fill it out and then we can post it on Instagram. It's the content. I'll see if I can do that. That's it. That's the content. Um, so Emily, what is your like very general uh, understanding of what a werewolf is? What are their features? It feels weird being asked to describe a werewolf. It's a man that's a wolf. So it's got like a wolf head. It's got fangs. It's got claws and paws like a wolf and a tail. But is it bipedal? Is that like when you walk on mm. two legs? Yeah. And like if you're a werewolf, you'll turn back into like a regular person, but under the full moon you turn into a werewolf. Mm -hmm. Is any of this accurate? Yeah. All of it's like, well, we're at a stage now where werewolves have been done to absolute death in <laughs> media. So like all of that is true and also in some interpretations only some of it is true. It's kind of like how in a certain universe vampires sparkle in the sun. Yeah. 
and <laughs> werewolves aren't werewolves at all they're revealed in this last book to be shapeshifters which you know that doesn't show a lack of planning on the author's part anyway <laughs> not at all this is actually from kids connect thanks kids shout connect. out to kids connect <laughs> features of a werewolf is as you said a man who transforms into a wolf and vice versa in a given period of time it could be because he's put under a curse or he was bitten by another werewolf like that's where it started happening most werewolves transform during the full moon or there could be genetic werewolves that transform for some reason easier compared to a bitten werewolf i've seen this a lot i don't know where it comes from during transformation they grow sharp teeth more hair just like you said they get paws and their eyes nose and mouth become larger you and i were watching some like werewolf transformations and (laughs) i know you're not a horror person so i'm not going to make you watch any of them but for anybody listening ewan reckons so he's a big movie guy you reckons the best werewolf transformation is from American Werewolf in London. And we watched it and it is still, it holds up. It's still really, really good because um, it's all like practical effects. So, I mean, he looks a bit rubbery, but, yeah. you know, it's it's really That's weird. one of my dad's favorite movies and yeah. I, to this day, have never seen it. I'm yeah. okay with... I'm okay with more like 80s horror and before, but like all of this Saw stuff and things that are happening oh. now where it's very psychological, I can't do it. No. Nah. You probably could deal with American Werewolf in London, but like, yeah, the transformation is gnarly. But the other one is, there was this show on Netflix called Hemlock Grove. Uh, Bill Skarsgård, who played like Pennywise the Clown, he was in it. Okay. I, was he like a vampire or something? Anyway, it was like werewolves and anything, but it has like the most, I think the first time I saw it, like the show was absolutely awful. Like I stopped watching it after two episodes, but I think the in the very first episode, they have this guy do a werewolf transformation and like it is, oh my God, like his eyes pop out, like his teeth fall out, like his, Ew. just like claws burst through his knuckles. Like it is so realistic looking, Sounds but it's pretty like gruesome. Yeah, it's the best thing about the show, but um, <laughs> just the transformation scene. Yeah, literally <laughs> anybody can look it up on YouTube. It's on YouTube, but yeah, it is the best, probably the best, like I think modern werewolf transformation in anything. But we did say that the only other like decent or like the best representation of a werewolf in any sort of popular media is in what we do in the shadows. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> werewolves not werewolves <laughs> they probably the greatest movie ever like i don't even know not that's not even an exaggeration it's just like that movie never gets old um the yeah. tv show is even better yeah the tv show is so good yes i and love it's when the, yes it's coming out again soon probably around the time that this will be yes. released so i will be deep in watching what we do in the shadows so other features are like other supernatural creatures they have extraordinary abilities superior sense of sight smell and hearing and they're very fast and speedy healing abilities a werewolf can share its thoughts with other werewolves which i thought that was just a twilight thing i don't think i've seen it in anything else yeah i've never heard that yeah, anywhere I- yeah, literally in Twilight, that's that's the only time I've ever seen it. And it's, I mean, like, it's it's a plot device at most. And there's that whole thing with one of the guys used to be engaged to the girl werewolf. She keeps seeing him thinking about the girl that he left her for. Like, it's very oh. weird. Yeah. <laughs> and then just one just... it to create drama. Yeah, exactly. Because it's like, this actually, if nothing else, it kind of just hinders everything else. You know, you can't really have like a a miscommunication plot line when they can see each other's thoughts. Yeah. It's it's pretty silly. But then like, (laughs) anyway, I'm going too far into Twilight here. I promised myself I wouldn't. (laughs) In Scandinavian folklore, 
Werewolves are often old women with poison-coated claws able to paralyze large animals and children. I love that. I thought you would love that. I'm moving to Scandinavia to become a werewolf. <laughs> so, I wonder if they wear aprons. Like, I don't know, just a thought. Little headscarves <laughs> and stuff. Yeah. Well, it's like, and they're like old women. It's like, is it like glamorous old women? Like, do they still have earrings and their little wolf ears? Or like a cougar looking lady. <laughs> fake boobs. <laughs> yeah, Very what, plump lips. What happens to your like, your uh, like fake lips and fake boobs if you're a werewolf and you transform? <laughs> See, this, these are the real questions. Nobody's addressed this. The hard hitting questions. Trust us. So where did the whole werewolf thing come from? Do you have any idea? Because I um, was wrong. Wait, are we, I, are we supposed to play a guessing game now? <laughs> you can guess because I, I was completely wrong until I started looking into this because I thought okay. it was one country and it's completely not. So it, like, is this a country or a city? A country okay. um, or like a, an ancient culture. I was going to say, is it like Greek? Yes. <gasps> really? Yes. Oh my god. Yeah. I almost clapped in my microphone really loud. <laughs> that would have been bad. See, I would have guessed like French or German or something like that. Like I thought it was like old like Germanic stuff, but no, werewolf, like the original, what's credited as the original werewolf story comes from ancient Greece. So a lot of like Greek myths are about like, you know, lessons or like about like somebody trying to trick somebody else and all of that. Right, there's usually a moral to the story. Yeah, there's some sort of justice being doled out. The story of... I'm going to say Lycaon because I looked up way too many uh, pronunciation guides for this and they were all different. I hate that so much. I know. Can, people, can we all agree on one <laughs> yeah. pronunciation? The one that said, I think this might be modern Greek, but they said Lycaon, so I'm going to go with the modern Greeks. They probably know what they're talking about. So the original werewolf story, it's back at the time at the very beginning of the Greek mythology and there was a power struggle between Zeus and Prometheus who was a titan who stole fire from the sun and gave it to the people. Some people say that the fire is a metaphor for knowledge so he kind of like the whole Adam and Eve biting the apple kind of okay. thing. It seems to be like a recurring thing of gods keeping knowledge from people. There was a power struggle. Some people believe that Prometheus should be the god that everyone worshipped instead of Zeus, the, the moon king god. And one of those people was the king of Arcadia, whose name was Lycaon. Uh, he wasn't very wealthy, but he followed Prometheus and he was pretty vocal in his opposition to Zeus. And now there are kind of differences um, in like the retellings of it. Some people say that like it was just because he was vocal about being opposed to Zeus. Other people say that there were tales that he was a really cruel king. But uh, for some reason, Zeus went like full Russell Crowe and he decided to meet him. <laughs> have you have you seen that tweet from Russell Crowe? That like legendary one from a couple of years no. back? No. There was some guy who was like trying to give Russell Crowe shit on Twitter. Russell Crowe was like arguing with them. And uh, oh he basically, goodness. I have the tweet. So he's, Russell Crowe was like talking about like media should not be the enemy of progress. Yeah, he, the guy said, stick to acting pretty boy. And Russell Crowe said, I'm not pretty. I'm not your boy, you simpleton. Send me your address so I can visit you and explain my passions. Wow. <laughs> so That's... that was this. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, you're talking shit. I'm going to come to your it's house. It's pretty interesting because it was like, it sounded like it was going to go into like, threat territory and then <laughs> yeah. it was like i'll tell you about my passions yeah Unless although i think they're, yeah i think that's an underlying threat given what we look know like about a russell threat, Crow. but yeah no offense russell crow i agree you're not pretty yeah <laughs> so when zeus uh paid his little visit to um i was gonna say russell crow to like <laughs> <laughs> um he either 
uh, this is what I love with myths. There's always like a couple of different like tellings. So either like, hey, I didn't believe it was Zeus. I thought it was somebody impersonating Zeus or else he was just that much of an asshole. What he did, like, because this is a reasonable thing to do. He had one of the prisoners in his dungeon executed, wow. put into a stew and tried to feed it to Zeus. Oh, no. And Zeus knew immediately that it was human flesh and he was like absolutely outraged that somebody was trying to trick him. So um, he, I have written down Zeus tantrumed. <laughs> <laughs> and he turned like Hayon into a wolf. He threw that bowl of stew. He was like, are you feeding me, human? <laughs> people. I am Zeus. I'm, he's probably eating people. Probably. I don't know why he'd be so appalled. He's either eating them or trying to sleep with them. Like, if, That's basically all I've picked up about Greek mythology. Zeus just tries to, <laughs> tries to sleep with everybody. There was also a Greek historian, Herodotus. That's the way I'm saying it, and I'm committing to it. And he had written that lycanthropy was a neuri, N-E-U-R-I, which is Baltic, like present-day Poland or Belarus, a neuri ritual in which members of the tribe transformed into wolves for days and then changed back into human shape. Did it say what they would do over the few days that they turned into werewolves? I'm guessing... They chased a frisbee. I like. I, <laughs> you're asking me. No. Um. I think in any of the other cultures that I'm gonna discuss, it seems to be mainly a like a warrior thing. Like okay. different warriors. Uh, like I'm gonna talk about the berserkers, and there was Irish warriors as well who did like wolf transformation things. Apparently. No, I just imagined like they turn into werewolves for like a weekend, and they go out like to the cabin and are like, "It's a girls' weekend. <laughs> Let's drink margaritas. <laughs> Let's roll around in mud. <laughs> Who's got the ball? <laughs> Somebody has to be the designated human ball thrower, <laughs> otherwise they end up just end up just fighting over it. I'm not sure. I think it was like um, it was like a warrior thing. If going by other cultures is anything any indication. So I'm going to do the lore that I'm going to cover is mostly European or like classic Western European, but I'm just going to do like a quick fire, like global werewolf folklore sort of round. So according to Armenian lore, there are women who in consequence of deadly sins are condemned to spend seven years in wolf form. That doesn't sound too bad. No, it doesn't. Because like we said, you can just go like out to a cabin and play ball. <laughs> and drink margaritas. Although the second part of it isn't as fun. It's uh, the condemned woman is visited by a wolf skin toting spirit who ordered her, orders her to wear the skin and it causes her to start craving human flesh oh so that's a downside. Yeah, i don't like that part yeah yeah because like i like, i mean i just tried to be on burger and it was kind of weird how much it tasted like meat so i don't think i could do the whole human flesh thing oh yeah because you're vegetarian right yeah and even even the beyond burger was too much it was too close for you it was very like i did enjoy it and then you was like you enjoy it because you like meat and i'm like i haven't had a burger in like freaking how many years and he's like yeah but you like meat like stop trying to get me to eat meat because you want to buy things (laughs) he's just trying to like slowly hint going like you like prawns right (laughs) and then the navajo people they had a fear of the mycob who were witches in wolf's clothing and that belief was they speculated due to the norse colonization of the americas so when the europeans came they brought their own werewolf folklore with them and then it influence the other colonies and then by extension the native population oh interesting so it's sort of yeah like why was she in wolf's clothing like is it the same woman from before is it the scandinavian woman 
woman. Yeah. <laughs> Those Scandinavian people just hide in wolf's clothing. Yeah, it's like the old ladies that get to a certain age and it's like, I I'm, don't want to make an effort anymore. I'm just going to like be a wolf. Put on, yeah, put on this wolf hide. <laughs> so werewolves in Europe. This is like probably the largest body of like, I was going to say evidence, but the largest body of discussion that you could find anywhere online. Um, there's werewolves like throughout Europe. Um, Italy and Portugal have a version uh, called a lupo monaro and the lobby soman. I'm so sorry to Spanish and Port or Italian and Portuguese people like that is terrible. In Latvia and Lithuania, myths about werewolves. Interestingly, their werewolves aren't scary, but they're beneficial to people. Um, they bring you treasure, which is that sweet. sounds like a fun werewolf. Yeah, sounds like a great werewolf. But it's like, is it like a shift pattern, like we were talking about before? Is it like somebody's turn where you have to go get treasure and be a wolf for a while and just bring it to people? Or is it oh. like this one one guy who has to like, he's got like the. It's like you're, you're playing Santa Claus this year. <laughs> he's got like the world's worst Christmas list. And it's like bring everybody treasure and be a wolf. How does he carry things? And like, and also like, what kind of treasure are we talking? Because have you heard about if you feed crows, they'll start like bringing you treasure. I've heard this. But it's like they'll bring you like a string or something. Aww. That's so cute. I mean, it's precious. It's the thought that yeah. counts. But at the same time, this is completely worthless. Like, bring me some money. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you have any gold yeah. coins to deliver? Starbucks gift card. Like, anything like that. <laughs> uh, nah, it's a, yeah, it is It is the thought that counts. Bring me Starbucks gift cards. And so uh, another Norwegian one. Um, so as I mentioned before, the berserkers. Um, so those were warriors who were wolf or like bear skin. In medieval Norse and Germanic history. Um, so like they basically just took mushrooms and wore like those skins and went absolutely berserk. So when you say mushrooms, do you mean psychedelic mushrooms? Yes. So perfect. Yeah, made them feel like in invincible, impervious to pain, and they were dressed up like wolves <laughs> and bears. Like they were like, Bro, do you see that? And they all saw <laughs> yeah, it. They... But no one else did. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, you look like a bear. Oh my god, you too. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. They're just like, they're stabbing at the air. Nobody else knows what's going on. <laughs> Onlookers, disturbed. <laughs> it's frat boys with a, with a, like a wolf fetish or a fur fetish. And psychedelics. <laughs> Psychedelic. Future of our country. Next year's leaders. Probably. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, we're not talking about the state of the world. This is an escapism podcast. <laughs> In 1584, there was a book called The Discovery of Witchcraft, and the author stated that lycanthropy is not a transformation or a curse, but it's a disease that people are afflicted with. I definitely thought you were going to say it's a state of mind. <laughs> you think you are, so you can. It's like, do you remember that weird YouTube video with all the wolf teenagers from like years back? And they were all wearing no. tails. <laughs> do you not remember this? They were all like ran what are you randomly wearing tails on their belts, and then the one guy. <laughs> <laughs> the one guy started barking at the end. <laughs> I'm gonna send it to you after. He's like, yeah, look. Okay. He's like, yeah, like I'm a wolf. It's like a way of life. And then he just starts barking. We're like, okay. <laughs> Probably the biggest like werewolf story or the biggest like werewolf legend is the one that came out of France in the 16th and 17th century. So France actually had similar to like the Salem. And the Scottish witch trials, France had a werewolf panic where people were accusing people of being werewolves. And it seems to me like there was this 
sort of famous reign of terror. Um, have you ever heard of La Bête de Gévaudan? No. So La Bête de Gévaudan, in June 16, 1764, a 17-year-old sheep herder was mysteriously killed, gorily killed. Um, and it's kick-started like a widespread panic. There were young shepherds basically forming groups so they would never have to watch sheep alone. And okay. They estimated it went on for two years. They estimated that the this one wolf cr- creature, a large wolf, killed between 88 and 124 people. Oh my goodness. His territory was made up of like moors and grazing meadows with groves and like some forests. So like really hard to hunt the authorities were like hunting down every wolf they could find they slaughtered some the attacks kept continuing obviously everybody who saw the wolf was describing it as like this crazy like out of this world thing like the biggest wolf they've ever seen and then like gradually it becomes tinged with like fantastical elements like oh i saw it like walking on two legs and you know it's yeah like it, it it had like intelligence in its eyes and and all of that. So that's sort of where... He was writing a book. Yeah. <laughs> Stuff like that. He was texting. Yeah. <laughs> Even before phones existed, he was texting. <laughs> he texted me and told me he was coming for me. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> What's the next thing? I-, I don't know. I wish I could explain it to you. <laughs> um, and then rumors began to run riot that um, it wasn't a wolf at all, but it was a man in wolf skin or a man who could transform into a wolf and it was a cannibal who was just like yeah. dressing up as a wolf just to hunt like a wolf um so yeah this lasted for like two years they don't think that they ever actually identified which wolf it was but it only ended after all of the wolves in the region were slaughtered oh my goodness and like it's like 250 years later and it's still sort of talked about as like mass panic yeah slash serial killer possibility thing that's really interesting yeah so it's like a sort of like a, a french legend but it's 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 one example of like that werewolf like hysteria panic of the 16th and 17th centuries yeah and there's all these numbers bandied about some like one thing i read said that thirty thousand people were accused of being werewolves wow which if there was that many were- <laughs> werewolves like you would just never go outside. <laughs> if it was that much of a danger. Yeah, it's like a full moon. You just open the doors just howling constantly. <laughs> That's a lot of people to yeah. be accused. I don't, yeah. I don't get it. But people were, just like with the witch trials, people were found guilty um, and executed. Um, they seemed to decapitate them um, oh. because the whole silver bullet thing didn't come until later. So... It's a, yeah, sad time in history for France, but um, kind of crazy. Just, I think it's French exceptionalism. Like, they just had to be different. I mean, they had witch trials too, but like, yeah, it's like, we do werewolves. <laughs> We're supreme. Yeah. <laughs> oh, than oh, you, you have witches? Our witches turn into werewolves. <laughs> yeah, and they kill people. Because <laughs> we are French. <laughs> You're supposed to say it with an accent. Because we are French. <laughs> Perfect. But, yeah, shows how many French people I know. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds better than if I would have done it. So yeah, that is France. Um, another country with a lot of like werewolf uh, mythology and lore is Germany. There was like a few, a few that I could have picked out from Germany, but I thought one that was pretty interesting is this was one of the first ones that I saw that explicitly said that um, 
werewolves were in league with the devil. That was something that was kind of touched on in France. Like it was somebody who was, you know, like a sinner or somebody who was cursed or something like that. But um, in Germany, there was such a thing as a wolf strap, which is like a literal strap that somebody, I think like, like a belt or something, or like it would have been leather back in those times. And it was a gift from the devil and somebody acquired. And whoever fastened such a strap around himself would turn into a wolf. If somebody called out the name of a person who had turned himself into a wolf, that person would regain his human form, which, eh, that sounds a bit easy. I'm just wondering where this strap uh, <laughs> appears from. Like, is it just in your house one day? <laughs> and where does it go when you're a werewolf? Is there like a werewolf going around with a belt on? <laughs> but it's like, like way too tight. <laughs> <laughs> And tufts of fur coming out yeah. of the top. You're spilling out of your strap there, buddy. <laughs> I don't know. I guess nobody really questioned these tales very much. <laughs> um, a person who possessed such a strap couldn't get rid of it however much he wanted to. So it was probably one of those like magical things that you try and throw it away and it just appears back. So I'm guessing you're right. It probably just appears in your house. You okay. have to pray to the devil or something. I don't know. But, but you have the choice to put it on, correct? Yes. Anyone who accepted a wolf strap had entered into brotherhood with the devil, surrendering their body and soul to him. Poking a lot of holes in this story right now. <laughs> but there was a reason, like, why they could. So it was a time of, you know, poverty. So okay. if somebody, like, who was starving made this deal with the devil, say they wanted to feed their family or whatever, they could put on the strap, go out and run as a wolf, kill some sheep, catch some fish. I don't know, okay. wolves catch fish? <laughs> So this it's book. making more. <laughs> he's got a real, <laughs> a rather real. <laughs> Some little flies tucked into his belt. <laughs> I was thinking it was just that this strap was just there. Yeah. And you decide to put it on. Yeah. But then it was like sounding like you don't have a choice. So then I'm imagining it like flying across the room and like choking you. <laughs> You're putting it on. <laughs> Yeah, actually, why did why didn't my mind first go to a belt when literally dogs wear collars and a wolf could wear like a collar? Yeah, I went. My mind first went to a belt as well. Okay, I think <laughs> because if then. it's leather and it is like a strap, you know, you just automatically think, yeah, it's for your pants. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, like it made made sense. Like it's literally said. One would only have to fasten on the wolf strap, run off as a wolf, seek out a fat sheep that was wandering off towards the edge of the woods, creep towards it, seize it, and drag it into the woods. In the evening, one could bring it home without anyone noticing. I'm starting to think that the people in France should have checked people's houses for straps. <laughs> well, this is Germany, but yeah. They probably would have found the culprit. Yeah, true. It's like, <laughs> do you have a weird belt? Actually, no, we saw what happened in France. <laughs> Anybody with a weird belt, he's I seen him wearing a belt. He's definitely a werewolf. It's Not like, just a belt, it has to be a weird one. <laughs> but like well, what constitutes as a weird belt? <laughs> I don't know. Does, is there Satan carved into it or something? <laughs> like little pieces of hair on it. <laughs> Tufts of wolf hair. Or like his name, like a little tag with his address on it. Like, <laughs> I'm not going to stop making wolf and dog jokes. Like, it's just fun. Like a phone yeah. number. Yeah. And if you guys are out on the wolf jokes and the dog jokes, just just stop listening. <laughs> yeah, you just don't deserve our sense of humor. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> oh, yeah. And the last part, I actually underlined this because I thought it was absolutely hilarious. 
a werewolf would know when a peasant was going through the woods with a lot of money. I don't know, okay. werewolf's no capitalism. He would ambush him, rob him, and then run run across the field with the booty. And <laughs> and what would he spend the money on? <laughs> I don't know. Did he have to wait, wait to take the strap off? Because he can't go in and be like, can I have like three heads of lettuce? <laughs> right. Or like a werewolf walking into a bank to cash the, <laughs> yeah. the money. Yeah. He's like, can you deposit this in my account? <laughs> Thank yeah. you. It's a it's a strange one, but the German ones are pretty fun. Um, there was actually another one from the Brothers Grimm, and the wolf strap thing came up again. They were they from s- Germany, though, right? Yeah, they were. Yeah. So a soldier relate, related the following story, which is said to have happened to his grandfather, which is hearsay, but okay. <laughs> the latter, the grandfather, had gone into the forest to cut wood with a kinsman and a third man. People suspected that there was something not quite right about this third man. Why are you going into the woods with them? Don't go into the woods with strange <laughs> Stranger men. danger. Come I on. don't care if you're a grandfather. You should know better. Yeah. Although no one could say what was not what it was that was not quite right. Nobody could say exactly what it was. Interesting. So the three men finished their work. They were tired. The third man suggested that they go to sleep. Oh yeah. The weirdo suggests enough. So y'all go lie down. Right? <laughs> Never trust the weirdo. Yeah, if the weirdo wants you to lie down and close your eyes, you absolutely do not do that. Yeah, if you got a funky feeling around him, <laughs> don't do what he says, especially when it is like, close your eyes. <laughs> no, sir, I will not. <laughs> In fairness, the grandfather only pretended to sleep. Uh, so, But we know how that goes. If you pretend to sleep, you're falling asleep. Yeah, but he didn't. He kept his eyes open. The third, He saw the third man looking around to see if the others were asleep. Creepy. And when he believed they were asleep, he took off his belt or strap. Or there's others telling the story saying that he put on the belt, which is more in keeping with what we've learned. Yeah. Because we're experts now. And he turned into a wolf. However, such a werewolf does not look exactly like a natural wolf, but somewhat different. He ran to a nearby meadow where a young foal was grazing, attacked it and ate it, including skin and hair. Afterwards, he returned, put his belt back on or took it off. (laughs) <laughs> and lay down as before in human form. So he didn't so, attack the people that he was with. No. So this guy's just telling people his secrets for no reason. Like he went and had a horse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like, they felt really weird about me, but I'll tell you the story. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Whoever recorded this, question. I have questions. Yeah. I don't know. And also, like, let us know if you put the belt on or took it off. Like, that's 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 a big difference, you know? Yeah. It's very important to our research. And then, of course, I had to put in an Irish werewolf story. Of course. Um, so, Ireland used to have natural, like, wolves were, like, one of our natural species. Um, but they were hunted to extinction in oh, 70, no. 1786. Yeah. So you have um, no wolves anymore? No, I think there is currently a program to reintroduce them. Um, but there is a lot of opposition because it's like Ireland's a massively agricultural country. So like you can't really have wolf wolves running around with people's sheep. Sheep. Like there's wolves in like, like little conservation areas and stuff like that. And you can go see it was the gray wolf that was specifically native to Ireland. So there are some gray wolves around, like you can go visit them and stuff. But yeah, it's pretty sad. I think the British did it. Um, I don't know that for sure, but you can quote me. (laughs) (laughs) It was probably the British. <laughs> in quotations, the British did it. Neve. <laughs> um, we could probably just put that in our Instagram bio. 
So yeah, there's there's lots of like wolfy, werewolfy kind of stories in like Irish folklore, but like the probably the biggest one are the wolves of Ossery. That was like a, a tribe of warriors, kind of like the berserkers. It was speculated that they were wolf-like because they had like crazy hair and like mad eyes and probably beards and stuff. But there's a whole mythology behind them. So they were supposed to have had a common ancestor uh, called Lanyuk Felid. So he was a man who used to, and it was literally described as this in the legend, he used to go wolfing. The interpretation is that he literally was a warrior that like was like a wild animal. But that got interpreted over time is that he transformed into a wolf. Okay. And he used to go and like his his sons and they would all go and they would kill herds and like hunt the same way that wolves did. And he was sort of the trailblazer of like the style of fighting. But like it, you know, over time it became that he was the first werewolf. There was a history book called Geography of Ireland. So it's Topographica Hibernica by Gerald of Wales. He recorded an account of descendants of Lanyuk Felid. They said that there was a priest who was uh, walking through the woods one day and he encountered this man who came up to him and the man was really disheveled and like kind of looked like he lived in the woods. And he told the priest that his wife was sick. And this was obviously post-Christianity, but he said that his wife was really, really ill. And he asked the priest if he could administer the last rites to his wife. So the priest agreed and he went with the man and um, when he went into their home, all that was there was this massive wolf like lying in the corner. Oh no. The priest was like, what is this? Like, I can't administer the last rites to a wolf, you weirdo. <laughs> but it said that um, the man lifted up the wolf's fur and there was an old, very ill woman underneath. So that was a way to prove to the priest that he wouldn't be committing blasphemy. So I don't know why she was lying around in wolf form. Um, maybe yeah. she was maybe she was stronger that way I don't know she's like my wolf coat gives me strength yes <laughs> also it's very cold <laughs> so yeah and he administered her the last rites and this priest recorded that as gospel truth so that was seen as like uh, they were descendants of the wolves of Ossery um, so that was sort of a tour around Europe in the middle ages mythological times but I thought what I would do just to finish of my section was to go through some of the tropes that we know that are weaknesses of werewolves. Okay. So I mentioned before about the silver bullet. Um, so silver like comes up again and again as being like pure. It's a ward against evil, uh, especially if it's blessed or somehow religious. None of that like nickel silver plated shit either. No, definitely <laughs> not. None of your um, Claire's accessories like shit yeah <laughs> your terrible earrings will not work so yeah like we hold we know like the silver like vampires can't deal with silver because i don't know they like gold or whatever <laughs> interestingly enough the use of silver bullets to kill werewolves only became popular in the 1941 film the wolfman so it's only since the 1940s that the whole silver bullet thing wow came in. that's fairly recent i kind of figured that it was something that was Almost as old as the mythology of it. Yeah. And you would think that like, I think maybe before it could be the sword, but like who could afford a silver sword? And silver's pretty bendy. <laughs> so. Yeah. <laughs> a little flimsy. Yeah. Um, a more traditional ward against uh, werewolfism. You could cure someone's werewolfism by administering wolfsbane or by a religious exorcism. But both can be deadly. Yikes. If they're, if they're not performed properly. Yeah. I've heard a lot about deadly exorcisms and I'm just like, is this really helping anybody? <laughs> yeah. 
somebody going through like a mental health crisis and you're just standing over them in their bed like shouting at them yeah and making them not eat for weeks and all that kind of fun stuff but yeah. but this is a podcast about werewolves <laughs> and lastly the ancient greeks and romans believed in the power of exhaustion in curing people of lycanthropy the victim would be subjected to long periods of physical activity in the hopes of being pure purged of the malady so again <laughs> emily you want a large dog how much would it take to exhaust her it takes a really 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 long time yeah even when it's super hot outside i'm playing ball with her i'll be like throwing it and i'm like okay it's time for a cool down and she's looking at me like what Are you the ball? i'm like no enough like breathe please yeah, she's like, literally, I, I can go. I'll just collapse. I'll, I I don't care. Ball is life. Pretty much. She is crazy about her balls. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know how much it would work, like, trying to tire out a wolf with exhaustion. Yeah. Unless you literally just would not let them sleep or something. But, yeah, physical activity apparently would help purge somebody afflicted with lycanthropy of the malady. Yeah, because then they'd be dead. <laughs> yeah it's like she's dead but at least she's not a wolf now <laughs> she's dead we fixed her <laughs> good job us so yes that was my little presentation on werewolves that concludes your werewolf presentation. powerpoint presentation yeah PowerPoint. <laughs> i found a i found one werewolf fact yes that, i mean it's kind of hard to find facts when you know it's mythology but yeah um I found this thing that said drinking water out of a wolf's footprint was considered one way to become a werewolf. I mean, like, why? <laughs> got a couple questions here. Because, <laughs> I mean, like, I wouldn't even want to drink anything out of a human's footprint. <laughs> right. I just, if it's on the ground, I'm probably not going to drink it unless it's <laughs> dire. And, I mean, that's somebody looking for trouble. Like, you're right. not just you're not just going around going, oh, that looks good. You're like... Right, I want to, I want to make this happen for myself for whatever reason. I don't know. Maybe you saw some nice, nice fat sheep or something. I don't know. <laughs> I saw those sheep and they looked mighty tasty. So I'd like to turn into a werewolf so that I can eat them. <laughs> yeah, so that's a that's a weird one. That is pretty yeah. weird. I saw that and I was just like, this makes no sense. Well, that's a lot more present than being like gored during a full Cause... moon. <laughs> like you're trying to go camping. Yeah, yeah, it'd be way easier to like take a drink from a footprint than uh, you know, eaten alive. <laughs> yeah, that you hopefully make it through. I don't know. Right. Yeah. So I guess that was our episode on werewolves. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you liked it. I hope that all of our listeners, all of our six listeners, <laughs> enjoy. Hopefully, by the time the third episode comes out, we'll have you know maybe like eight listeners. But if you have any questions, comments concerns i don't know um if you, you know someone us. who's been bitten by a werewolf i mean yeah, we can't help you us. but we'd like to know about it <laughs> <laughs> we would email us your stories um our email address is rowan and a n d pine pod at gmail.com and you can also follow us on instagram at rowan and pine and again the and is spelled out even though all of our images have the ampersand but you know Internet that things. Everybody's going to allow you. Yeah. <laughs> Internet things. I won't even bother explaining it. <laughs> we also have a TikTok now. It's just Rowan Pine Pod. And I set us up a Facebook page, but just so that nobody else could do it, just in case, because, you know, we're so yeah. popular. Um, but you can just <laughs> right. search, search Rowan and Pine Podcast on Facebook and it should come up. 
Um, it's mostly just my friends following them. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully we'll get some uh, content up on the Facebook page at some point. Yeah. But yeah, I think it's funny every time like the Instagram notifications pop up and it's always like an Irish name. <laughs> I'm like, wonder where this came from. <laughs> it's hey, not my people. I'll take them all. <laughs> yeah. Yes, please. I'm definitely not making fun. I really appreciate everybody that's followed and listened, liked. Do we have any ratings? I rated us because I was like... Yeah, I rated us too. <laughs> it's like, I can do this, so I will. If you are listening to us, show us what you're doing while you're listening to us. Tag us in your Instagram story. That's been yeah. really fun to see what people are doing. For sure. I have my friend who, um, she was hanging out with her bunnies and listening to our podcast oh. and i thought that was super cool i was like oh my god bunnies That's amazing and supernatural things shout out to all the people who know us and are listening i really appreciate it i seriously appreciate it so much even though sometimes i'm just like don't tell me what my voice sounds like <laughs> i don't want to hear it <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah you listen so we don't have to i already have to listen enough when i'm editing the damn thing <laughs> and i have to listen when i'm creating social media content so that's fun okay so Fuck yeah, folklore. We forgot to say the last oh, no. time, so I'm say it again. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Fuck yeah, folklore. I'm Emily. And I'm Neve, and we'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.